living in a very unprecedented time, you know, where things are happening around the world. And so the question is, are we living in the last days? And if we are living in the last days, what are we supposed to do? You know, what are we supposed to do? Many times with the things, you know, that happens around the world, we can live in our own bubble that we are really worried about our own self and our own problems, own issues. And we fail to look at what's happening around the world and how we need to respond to the situations that are happening around us. Talking about the last days, when you really uh, look at, you know, let's say maybe 100 years back, 150 years back, with the way that human beings have developed or progressed in technology, in science and things, it's amazing. Just before that, there was not much happening, there was happening something. But in the last 100 or 150 years, you know, we have started to fly and, you know, then just imagine just 20 years back, how many of you imagine that, you know, you would have a mobile phone and you can see each other and talk to each other. I still remember those days uh, of the landline phone. And we just had this landline phone, but now you have a mobile phone where you can just look at each other, talk to each other, and then when with all this new robots that are coming, AI, artificial intelligence, and with man trying to go to space even for a break, and you know, with the faster planes and jets and space stations that we have, you know, book of Daniel chapter 12 verse 4 says, man shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Knowledge shall increase in the last days. And then Jesus himself, he said in Matthew 24, verse 3 to 14, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. You know, so if you remember, sometime back I shared about how many people have come in the last few years claiming themselves to be Christ. You know, there are some people in Russia, in South America, in US. You know, there are people who came up, and even in the Asian countries, where people have said that I am Christ and worship me. And, you know, and in this last few years, it has increased even more. And then Jesus said, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. So when you talk about war, you know, I was just doing some research on the statistics and from 1990 to 2002, you know, there has been many wars that have been fought and there are many people who have died, especially uh, during between 1992 and 1994, where over 
600,000 people died during the war. And then I thought, okay, let me see how many wars were fought, you know, from 1990 to the latest, you know, 1990, uh, 2022. And when I saw the list of nations that fought against each other, the wars and the conflicts that are going on around the world. And then I looked back in the past, you know, I'm telling you, it, is, it was mind-blowing how many wars have been fought in this last 20 or 30 years. And this is not just the list, the list goes on, you know. Look at this list. It just keeps going on with all the wars, you know, that has been fought in the last 30 years. In fact, I just managed to put this. There were many more. And I said, I'm tired of it, you know, because there are so many wars being fought in the world. And many of it, we don't even care about it. You know, when I went to Switzerland in Geneva, my wife and I visited United Nations uh, building. And outside United Nations, there were a couple of people who were kind of uh, protesting about a few things. And one of the protests was about some place in Africa, which uh, some kind of a place, a town, which even I've not heard of. You know, over there, people are, you know, there's a genocide that is going on where people are killed over there. And the governments uh, you know, from these countries, uh, two countries actually, are sending drones uh, with the bombs and killing these people. And these drones are sponsored by, you know, Turkey, Iran, United Emirates, and China. And there are many other places that people are fighting against each other which we have not heard of in the news. You know, yes, we are hearing about Ukraine, the major thing that is happening. But Jesus, he spoke about all the wars that will happen, wars and rumors of war. And then it says that there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. You know, flood, let's talk about flood. From 1998 to 2022, you know, these are the list of floods that have happened across the world. And in that flood, many people have died. Then talk about famines. It is said more than 17, 70 million people died in famines during the 20th century. Estimated that 70 million people affected by conflicts or disasters worldwide needed food assistance in 2017. This number has increased by nearly 50% in just the past two years. Famine. Earthquake. There was many more less like the wars. I just, you know, got tired by then, so I just put the deadliest earthquakes, you know, by the year from 2001 to 2022, you know, where many people were killed. Talking about earthquake, in just last two weeks, 
There were earthquakes in Algeria. Yesterday, there was an earthquake in Algeria. Last week, there was an earthquake in Israel, you know, and Indonesia, and few other places around the world. And when I was reading the statistics, it says the earthquakes have increased in the last few years around the world. Pestilences, you know, with the coronavirus that, you know, paralyzed the whole world. And there are many other pandemics or epidemics that have happened in different parts of the world. And then have you heard of the locust attack in different parts of the world? You know, this was in India last year, in Pakistan, in Saudi Arabia, in Eastern Africa. You know, locust attack and people didn't know what to do. Then the wildfire raging in southern Turkey, Israel, you know, Australia, Greece, and many other nations of the world, many other nations of the world. Now, when you look at what's happening around the world with all these famines, floods, wars, you know, the pestilences, it looks like all doom and gloom. What about us as believers in this situation? You know, John says in 1 John, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, and for we shall see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. So when you have this hope, when we know that Jesus is coming soon, we don't know when, but the signs around us tells us we, it might be maybe today, tomorrow, maybe in a year's time, maybe 10 years time or 20 years time. We do not know. But when we, in scriptures is when we have this hope, we need to purify ourselves because just as he is pure. And first Corinthians says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. You know, if you are still alive, when Jesus comes with a twinkling of an eye, you will be caught up and be with the Lord. Amen. And then in Revelation, we just read the scripture, speaks about Jesus coming, you know, on a white horse. And let me just read from Verse 12, his eyes were like a flame of fire and his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one except himself. He, he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth rose a sharp sword that with it 
he shall strike the nations and he himself shall rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. What a powerful description about the coming of Jesus on a white horse. He will ride on the cloud and he will come. You know, someone has made this a very uh, basic animation, just to picturize, and which I would like to show it to you in the trumpet sound. It kind of what it would look like, you know, that person had tried to, it's not perfect, but try to picturize this. So I would like to play this uh, video. It's a very short video. Sometimes we just don't bother and think about it. Just think about the people in Ukraine. Just three weeks back, they were living their life. Everyone was happy, doing their own thing. And then suddenly, everything changed. Everything changed. So if you think your life is good, everything is fine, I'm not bothered. You never know what's going to happen in the future. So let's not, what I call it, be sloppy in our Christian life. But let's be on fire for them. Let's be watchful. Let's be praying. Let's be witnessing the gospel to the people. We want as many as people to be saved. And God will do. And this is the time I believe that God will move in his power. Let's not be sleeping, found sleeping, uh, you know, but let us be aware of it and let us ask God, Lord, use me wherever you can use me. In my workplace, my family, friends, business, wherever I am, use me as a witness and help me to live a life that is pleasing unto you. Because life in this day and age is not easy, but with God's grace, we can overcome. We can overcome. And the last scripture is this. He who testifies to these things says, surely I'm coming quickly. That is Jesus is saying. 
Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Can we all together say, even so, come Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The question today is, are you ready? Are you ready for this coming? Let us all pray. Father, we want to thank you for the salvation that you have given us. Thank you for this new life. Thank you, Lord, for working in our life, O God. And you have brought us all together in this place to have fellowship, to be part of this church. Father, we pray that help us that we will not be that church which is sleeping, lukewarm, and not hearing your word, but Lord, help us to hear your voice, to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, to walk in your spirit, to be moved by your spirit, and be used in your kingdom for your glory. Father, I pray for each and every person here. Lord, if it has not dawned on us about the second coming of you, about the last days, Lord, I pray that you bring that revelation to us and help us, Lord, to be on fire for you. I pray for your blessing upon everyone here. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.